Hello, everybody. Val Pancakes here, and joining me tonight on the stack, I have Creeps. Um, that would be Irving West and Andy Ripley, and you can see them in Paradigm Pro Wrestling, Southern Violence and Wrestling, Deep South Wrestling, GIPW, Platinum Championship Wrestling, Square Run Pro Wrestling, among countless others. Please welcome tonight with me, Creeps. Hi. Hey. Hey. I'm, I'm super excited about this. <laughs> <laughs> I was really looking forward to uh, getting you guys on here. Um, I was able to meet you when I was in Indiana, and you guys are so much fun, and I just really enjoyed you, um, both your wrestling and just you as people. So I really, I really wanted to get you on and hopefully get some more people interested in creeps. Yeah, that would be rad. Yeah. <laughs> So and first, sorry, go on. <laughs> oh no, I'm sorry. It's all, it's all you guys. I'm just here to facilitate. Uh, <laughs> uh, first, though, I do have to ask, um, what does creeps stand for? It means can't really exist either politically or socially. And how did you? How did that come about? Well, um, <clears throat> so before we started working on what became Creeps, it was just sort of a natural process where uh, we started to incorporate more of who we actually are as people into what we were doing with wrestling. It's not like it's miles apart from where we had started, but it just seemed like it made sense to make it more explicit. Um, and so, as far as the idea of not really being able to exist, I know that you have certain components of right. this. That so, like, for me, that's as a non-binary person um, who politically, in, like, in the state of Georgia doesn't exist because that's not an option for, like, your, your government ID. Um, that's part of it, um, being bi, pansexual, and not necessarily like always having people not always but often having people be like oh no you're really straight or you're really whatever you know That's um right. and then for you yeah for me it's i've been trying to be more i don't know like to present more visibly the fact that i am not white um Passing is a really strange thing, but I'm half Native Hawaiian, and it's one of those things where because I pass, you won't know unless I put it kind of front and center. And it's not that it's the entirety of me or my identity or that it means like absolutely everything, but I think representation is important. And again, in Georgia and perhaps many other parts of the world, I would assume, uh, encountering Native Hawaiian folks isn't really that common. Um, Certainly, like other Polynesians, all you know, but um, yeah, so that just seemed like a natural thing to me to want to incorporate into this as well. And um, it seemed to fit, like all of this just started fitting together really naturally, actually, as we mm -hmm. just started talking through it. So, yeah, and thinking about people who exist like on the fringes of society, um, as in, um, how far do I want to get? 
in a settler colonialist state like the United States of America, indigenous people have to be erased as part of the colonial project, which as a native Hawaiian, that's an especially modern um, instance of that in an interesting way. And the fact that most people don't know that native Hawaiians are a thing, you know, <laughs> no, <laughs> like that people lived there yeah, before. Yeah, they're like, oh, I'm Hawaiian. They're like, oh, so you're from the state of Hawaii. Like, no, man, that's not, <laughs> I was born in California. Yeah, uh, has nothing no, to do it. I, it just, it just so happens that my mother is, as it turns out, native Hawaiian. Um, <laughs> So, you know, and, and it's, I usually uh, don't feel too much like weight by virtue of, of this. Like it's actually something that I'm really happy to uh, express and to kind of put out there. And so even if it sounds like a little bit dire and like, oh, okay, well, you know, we can't exist. Um, that's, that's, where the, uh, that's, that's part of what this is supposed to do is kind of push against that. Mm -hmm. um, it's like by our, actually stating that we can't exist we are asserting our existence sorry right. this sounds way way too yeah it's like <laughs> Minecraft philosophy class. in practice um, <laughs> we're actually just well as you saw uh weird uh <laughs> and that's that's kind of like you know i'm not really gonna uh, have a sit down with anyone mid-mash and try to talk about uh like you know i've threatened to do it but <laughs> <laughs> that's true yeah yeah uh we still have to get a they them pronouns chant going one day one day <laughs> yeah. it'll happen next time i happen to see you guys in person i'll try i'll try to get it i'll try to get going for you you know i've tried from the apron before but it like just somehow it never seems right like the the timing seems important so if i'm just in the middle of something like someone just punched me I don't really feel like that's a good time. You're like, yeah, they have pronouns. Well, I'm just like holding my face. You know, maybe, or maybe it is. I don't know. Maybe, uh, maybe my resolve is not strong enough. <laughs> I'm a bad ally. I'm real sorry. <laughs> well, um, now that everybody knows that you want the they them pronouns chant, we can, yes. we can, we can shoot for that. You know, yes. it's a goal. Yeah. Yes. I, I hope that. that I hope that nobody else has one before before y'all though. That would be like if someone else gets it. You know, it's uh <laughs> I, I mean I, I would I'd be, be happy okay with it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, if, yeah, yeah. If it happened at all, honestly. <laughs> so. Yeah. Because truly, like, though I've seen more people uh and I've been paying attention more closely lately, but it seems as though the representation for non-binary people in wrestling is increasing awesome. um yeah. and whether that's a matter of people like being comfortable actually coming out about it or any other of number of like just factors like that but it just seems like the presence of non-binary people actually is more than even what like a year ago yeah um, at least as far as i can tell uh so yeah if if anyone else like our dear friend eden mm -hmm. on england uh should they want to have that chant Wow, yeah, or Miles, mm -hmm. that would be perfect, yeah. actually. <laughs> yeah, Miles is fantastic, and that would be great. So, I don't know. Whoever gets it, whoever gets the TV first with it's the one who gets it, <laughs> brother. First one TV win, brother. There you go. <laughs> I'm glad that we 
you know, have established a ground rule for it now. Um, <laughs> so you can, you know, move forward with that. I appreciate that. <laughs> Heard it here. Um, <laughs> so what were you like as a child? And we will start with Irving for this on this one. Oh, okay. Well, <laughs> as a child, um, I, I don't know. I've always been like a, I was a weird kid. Um, but I was a very studious kid. Uh, my parents were both kind of problem children. Um, and as a result, the rest of my family kind of assumed it would be the same for me, but it really wasn't like I had no interest in that at all. I kind of just wanted everyone to leave me alone and let me be inside so I could read or play video games. Uh, basically anything so that the sun would not actually touch me. Those were the things that I, I mostly wanted to focus on. Um, and for the most part, they kind of just let me do my own thing. Uh, I had very little in the way of supervision. So, uh, my media intake was pretty much just whatever I decided I could deal with. Um, and then, you know, I would buy a CD or like a tape or whatever. And my family would just look, is that okay for you to see that or listen to that? And I'm like, yes, 100%. Absolutely. <laughs> no doubt at all. Definitely don't come and check when I'm actually engaging with this media later because it's totally fine you can trust me um and so yeah that uh that's kind of i've just always been a dork you know um some of my earliest memories are of watching wrestling which again i'm a huge dork so that that explains <laughs> the connection there with those two things um and yeah i uh you know i think my upbringing was in some ways maybe not I don't know what it, whatever normal is or like whatever the conception yeah. of like you know just like a two-parent household or whatever that kind of thing um and you know my grandparents were a big part of raising me so you know i got a lot of perspective that i don't know that i would have otherwise gotten um as a result of how i came up uh so you know i was a weird kid turned out a weird adult uh <laughs> pretty happy with how it turned out overall honestly I'm mostly well adjusted aside from the fact that I really like hitting my head on stuff. Uh, outside of that though, you know, I'm totally fine. Um, and then Andy, if you want to answer that question as well. <laughs> um, so a lot of it, I guess is kind of similar. Um, I learned to read pretty early as did mm, you. Yeah. Um, and I spent honestly a lot of time just doing that. Um, I'm, I'm a huge introvert still. So I, as a, even as a little kid, that's most of what I did was just hang out in my room and read. My brother's four years apart from me. So we didn't really like, I was too grown up to play with him by the time he came around, you know? So, um, I wasn't really athletic until much later, honestly. Um, much, much later. <laughs> uh, yeah, just quiet. Um, my mom talks a lot. So I, it took me a long time before I got comfortable actually speaking in public because there was no way to get around her. <laughs> um, raised Catholic, so I've got a lot of 
a lot of fun guilt stuff that I'm working through still. Raised Catholic. Yeah. yeah, that's what's up. <laughs> I feel you. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't have good in school. Didn't start really getting into trouble until later, and even then it wasn't like anything too crazy. Just cutting class. You know, whatever. <laughs> School's boring, but <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> so I don't know. Pretty, pretty boring and dorky, I guess, as a child. I mean, um, I I know that you also music was like a really central part of your yeah. of your upbringing, and it's the same in my family. I think everyone either plays multiple instruments or also plays multiple instruments and sings or dances or just all manner of those sorts of things, and um. Uh, Something I kind of took for granted, I think, a lot when I was a kid is that I grew up in an environment where that was just always around me. So um, I never wanted for like ways to sort of express myself creatively. Um, And my family, honestly, I don't know how they were as outgoing with me as they were, but they kind of just let me be as strange as I wanted Um, within certain boundaries. They were just like weird, arbitrary lines. Like, Hey, 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 you can't bleach your hair. That's too weird. But yeah, like, I don't know. I'm like, okay, I guess, whatever. I guess I'll just go watch this incredibly gory thing I'm not supposed to. Uh, that's fine. But, you know, uh, for the most part, I had, I just got to be a strange kid. So. <laughs> nice. I think so, my family tamped that down for me a little bit. Mm. Well, <laughs> that backfired. Yeah, more. I mean, <laughs> especially they didn't want any. Yeah, no tattoos. tattoos. Nice job. <laughs> nice job. Yeah, I promised my grandma I'd never get tattoos. That worked out really well. I was like, wait a minute. <laughs> to my credit, she never saw them. It's true. I don't want to make her cry, but at the yeah. same time, I'm a horrible liar. <laughs> well, I mean, do what makes you happy. I don't think, I, I'm sure that your grandma loves you regardless. So. She, she's my grandparents are saints as far as I'm concerned. So, you know. So, how did you two form creeps? Hmm. What is your origin story? <laughs> well, um, we started training to wrestle at about the same time. You were a little mm-hmm. bit before me, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and for the longest time, we really absolutely were averse to having a tag team of any kind. Um, it just seemed, I don't know, like it just seemed too obvious or something. It's like, oh yeah, we trained together and like, oh wow, let's yeah. do a tag team. Like, I don't know, like it can actually just be that simple, but I think both of us were just <laughs> like, that just yeah. sounds too like straightforward. And so uh, for the longest time, we just didn't, you know, we just kind of had our own like single stuff going on. Uh, and wrestled each other like a billion times. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at places that allow intergender wrestling, right, yeah. which so, is not super common. Yeah, I could count that on like <laughs> one hand but. for most of the state, <laughs> probably. Unless, maybe I'm just out of the loop. I don't know. Perhaps I'm misrepresenting this uh, this glorious state of Georgia. But yeah, for the most part, people seem to kind of turn their noses up at the idea of us wrestling each other or being a tag team, for that matter. Um, and so, at least for me, because I function so much on spite, 
so much. Uh, when I get the sense that people don't want me to do that, then I'm going to keep trying to do that, uh, especially if it's going to upset them. So, yeah, if uh, just by existing as an intergender tag team, if that upsets people, I think that that's great because <laughs> I'm winning then, you see? It, it upsets all the right people. That's Exactly. Right. Yeah, yes. I don't care what those turds think. <laughs> um, I just want the satisfaction of knowing they're upset. Other than that, I don't care. But over the pandemic, especially we took a year off of wrestling. That's kind of when we started thinking about the tag team um, and having ideas for it. Um, partially just because, you know. Yeah, a lot of time. A lot, lot of, of, <laughs> a lot of time to think about stuff. <laughs> it's uh, anyone who is involved in wrestling, I think, probably can relate to it, but it's how central it becomes to your life is kind of sneaky. Um, and because I think people self-select to do wrestling uh, when they're already ostensibly kind of broken, I think. Um, and so it immediately... <laughs> no, I, I absolutely <laughs> am. Uh, no, believe we are. You see what I mean? Uh, so it just it's so easy for it to become a really big part of your life because you know it's a really cool outlet there's a creative component there's getting beaten up which is real fun there's beating other people up which is also really fun but the next thing you know like most of your week is kind of if not completely involved with wrestling at least adjacent to it um at least for me and mm -hmm. so when we suddenly just like when the pandemic started it was just like uh yeah, we couldn't train. Yeah, we so couldn't like, perform. yeah, so there was a lot of lot of time and a lot of uh, surplus creative energy for both of us, I think. Um, and that was gonna, I don't know, for me, it's just like doing creative stuff is compulsive. And if I have, if my brain gets latched onto some kind of an idea that I want to do, like I have to do it. Uh, or else I'll just sit there miserably not doing anything until I just do the thing. Um, and so that can be cool. Uh, we managed to harness it somewhat uh, during the pandemic. And so, you know, it was able to mm -hmm. become a positive thing in the end, I think. Yeah. But, and then we, we came out with the idea of creeps and went straight to Platinum Championship Wrestling with it. Yes. Um and then just kind of explain what it was. And they're like, sure, let's see, you yeah. know, let's see if it works. And yes, it has worked very well. It has, it has yeah. I, I'm as surprised uh, as anyone. Uh, but, you know, Platinum Championship Wrestling really, um, I don't know that I can overstate how important they've been and how important Matt Hankins, who, who runs Platinum Championship Wrestling, has been. Um, yeah, so yeah, our trainers, yes, our trainers there, yeah. Brian Boys and Bill the Butcher, like absolutely, okay. I, I don't know, I can't thank them enough, like truly, um, not only for like just practical guidance as far as how wrestling works, like whether it's just the really mundane stuff or like some of the larger like macro ideas about doing this thing. They've always been super generous with that knowledge um, and they don't mind telling us things truthfully. And I think that's like huge. It's so huge because it's easy in wrestling, especially to go wrestle a million matches wherever 
and you get to the back and you're like, okay, how was it? Someone, someone, oh. someone has to have something of import to tell me because I know I'm not that good at it, right? So yeah, like one of y'all has to have criticism, yeah. like, come on. Uh, and then there's like, yeah, it was good. Like, all right, cool. Uh, <laughs> would you like to elaborate? Like, not really, like, got it. So we don't really have that problem with Platinum Championship Wrestling. Like they'll, anywhere, anywhere we No, no, we've, uh, we've managed to find like a, a solid like group of people here and also in places like Paradigm, um, which to me feels like a home away from home at this point, uh, just because of how welcoming that whole place has been, like from, yeah. Yeah, yeah. you know, top to bottom. But yeah, so we've managed to finally get to a point where people will give us really meaningful feedback um, and that's amazing. It's helped like the, the amount of progress I've been able to make as a result is just crazy to me. Um, we've got a long yes. way to go, but you know, um, <laughs> but still, like, I just, I could never have imagined that having a gear off would somehow result in things actually being quite a lot better in some ways. Um, so that's, you know, it's a silver lining at least yeah. <laughs> for the year spent, like gnashing my teeth and being like, oh my God, I'm going to wrestle again. There were only so many hobbies I could go through, like learning to make pie crust and then, you know, the sourdough starter stuff and then getting into growing orchids and like yeah. eventually I had to wrestle again, right? So mm -hmm. <laughs> now you no longer make pie crust, or orchids are dead. Like <laughs> um, the orchids are luckily still alive, but nice. I don't have time for the baking now because it's all wrestling. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wrestling or the gym. Yeah, or the gym or the way tie. <laughs> right, yeah. So all things that kind of sort of just circle back around yes. wrestling. Really. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. <laughs> you can always make tie crust some other time. Yeah. It's true. I mean, I'll probably get injured in that, so. <laughs> don't say that. I know. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's just <laughs> law of averages and. Also, don't you're not the one here. <laughs> To imagine you having the patience to make up. Yeah, yeah, I, uh, I, I hate baking. <laughs> it takes like all day. It does. It's a bunch of math. That sucks. I hate that. I hate that idea a lot. If I get injured, I'll probably find something else that's horrible for my body to do instead. It's like, what can I do with a leg that doesn't work? Well, I guess I'll just roll down this steep hill. So yeah, that'll be my next hobby. Rolling yeah, rolling down steep hills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll try to film it. I don't know. Maybe there's, you know, maybe that's my, uh, that's my meal ticket right there. That's what we'll do. Lord knows that I ain't gonna be wrestling. Is that so funny to me? Would you do it like in a tire or like just you? Maybe I could do both. You could do it like on a sled. Oh, like a hollowed out log. Yeah, no, that actually works really. Hey, no, that fits perfectly. I'm like a weird little in that log, rolling. No, that makes perfect sense. Rolling with Irving. Yeah. So when I inevitably make a video about that, everyone, you were warned. I can't make oh, any no. promises about further injury or what kind of swears I'll say or whether I'll even go very far down the hill. But so, maybe I can get a GoPro, you know? 
really make everyone nauseated. <laughs> Keep Irving away from steep pills. Got it. Yeah. Yeah, I had some caffeine now, so uh, the caffeine's taking hold, and I'm like, I'm going. I got ideas now. Oh, no. I didn't put that in. Don't put that on, on me. Uh, that was not a step. <laughs> no, it's not your fault. I'm full of ideas. Most of them not good. <laughs> So, how did you um, decide to pursue wrestling? Just, and we'll start with Andy this time. Um. So, this is a long, convoluted story. Basically, <laughs> um, I mean, I liked wrestling, but I was worried about actually doing it because it's dangerous. Um, and I knew that going in. Um, but there was a an art project happening in the city where I live that was going to be... How to... Anything I say about it is going to make it... going to sound real mean, which is not necessarily how I mean, <laughs> mean it. Um, basically, it was a bunch of artists who wanted to do performance art as wrestling, which wrestling is performance art, but you know, um, and I heard about it and I was like, y'all know that that's like, like dangerous. Like you should train for years before you try to do any wrestling. You can't just do it. Um, and I guess my, my parent brain kicked in and I was like, well, I gotta go. I gotta make sure these, these women don't kill each other. You know, <laughs> so it's, I found them some training and we all went. And then like the second I started, I was like, well, I've got to do this now. Like <laughs> I messed up and now here I am. And this is awesome. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I guess that's how, that is really how it started. Ironically, I was the one who first got injured as a part of that art project thing. Did anyone else at all? Yeah, someone else broke their wrist really? as well. Yeah. yeah. No. So, yeah, anyway. no. <laughs> <laughs> and then you yeah yeah um well you know like you i said <clears throat> yeah i did i got, I got super <laughs> jealous i uh <clears throat> like i said i've been watching wrestling you know my entire life i thought as a child that when i grew up i would be really big like vader like i was just convinced because like i'm a child so i'm small as a child <laughs> And then I get big as an adult, and then I can wrestle like Vader. Uh, didn't quite go that way, you know? Um, like, close. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, uh, for the longest time, I wanted to do it, and I put it off for any number of reasons. Like, oh, I'm real short, so you can't do you can't do a wrestling if you're real short. Uh, or, you know, I am generally not very coordinated. Uh, so I figured, well, that probably won't work for wrestling either. Um, turns out all that was totally wrong. Uh, you can be incredibly small, super uncoordinated and not very smart either. And just, you can just wrestle anyway. Um, and so, yeah, I was just like, well, I'm just going to do it because why not? I don't know. Like it doesn't, it does not make sense to me just to not, like, I understand being afraid of like getting hurt and these sorts of things and one's own mortality. But, you know, I, uh, I would feel profound regret by virtue of not having done it. 
And so I decided to start doing it. Um, and yeah, it's, it's a strange thing. Like anyone who's done training uh, for any amount of time, like wherever you're at, you'll see kind of a revolving door of people in and out. Um, and I don't say that to like criticize them. Uh, it's just that it's a really bizarre skill and a really strange subculture. And so it makes sense to me where someone who comes in with the thing, like we've seen so many people come in who are, you know, 10 times more athletic than I'll ever be just like right straight from the rip. You know, they, they, they look like they can do the thing and then they do one training and the color drains from their entire face. And it looks like they've seen some sort of deity that told them, please don't do this again. <laughs> and then they'll take themselves and all their muscles and they'll just go. And that's fine. Like I get it. Um, but people who stick around, like I said, I don't know, there's something like we're wired. Something, something is either very <laughs> wrong or very right. Uh, and you know, it hurts all the time, but you're just like, yeah, hell yeah, let's keep doing this thing. Um, but yeah, once I started, I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah. This is, this is a thing. I don't know if I'll be good at this thing, but I'm going to keep doing it. Um, and yeah, just, I don't know. These things sort of came together. We knew someone who was a wrestler, um, still wrestles sometimes. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, you know, in the event that he hears this, hi, Nigel. Uh, <laughs> and he kind of got us in touch with people who it's like, yeah, hey, I want to learn how to train. Like I want to, I want to get trained. I want to do this for people. And so it was like, Oh, okay. Here. And then yeah, got us in touch with you. you know? Yeah. Y'all um, can run a ring from this person. Cause they were going to build one. Um, oh boy. yeah. <laughs> Which <laughs> I know so many people have done that at yes. points in their life. And I was like, no, no, don't do that. Don't use a boxing ring. You oh, don't want to no. fall down on purpose in a boxing ring. Like, no. Part of me was just like, no, but you know what? Y'all go ahead and do that. Just see how that works out. But I'm, you're way nicer than I am. So. I just can't help you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just like, yeah, <laughs> make a ring. Oh, yeah, find out. Just do it. <laughs> Follow your dreams. <laughs> if you hit it wrong, you'll be dreaming all right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> you'll do uh, you'll do what I like to call shitty time travel. <laughs> so yeah, you can have all the shitty time travel you want in wrestling. It's right there for you. <laughs> there for the taking from anybody mm -hmm. who chooses. Yeah, just dumb tuck your head. <laughs> yeah, just. <laughs> <like LB>. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, just don't listen Ooh. to your trainers at all. <laughs> Any old time trainers? Constantly. Yeah, right. it's like, who are you? Did I do good? No, not really. <laughs> Can you elaborate on that? No. <laughs> <laughs> mm -mm. <laughs> no, whatever you did there, don't do that again. What has been your greatest achievement in wrestling? And you can, as a tag team, individually, and however whatever that means to you that can be if you won a title or a specific you know opponent or match that you may have had whatever that means to you hmm. um this might be the i mean i don't know this might be the same one for you um like i you know i'm really happy with some of the things i've been able to do some of the reactions i've been able to prompt from from crowds whether it's positive or negative, like I really, there's something magical about being able to do that in general. But um, 
I think despite the fact that most of wrestling, at least on the like back end of the thing, it's just a bunch of dorks who like really like it and, you know, have fun doing it. But like, I think wrestling is ultimately it's for, it's for the kids. Um, and I don't even really, you know, I'm not like, Oh my God, kids. Oh, I love children. It's not even like that. Like, I just think it's something really cool and something that resonated with me as a kid, like seeing one, two, three kid beat Razor Ramon was the biggest deal to me. And, um, being able to do anything, whether it's like get the amount of vitriol needed so that they can have the joy of watching someone just get absolutely pummeled, usually me. Um, that is amazing, being able to do that. But, you know, we we made what I hope would be a lifelong fan out of this little girl at just the most bizarre place, which was a Bigfoot convention uh, where we were booked to wrestle. <clears throat> And uh, I don't know, like, I never explicitly had the experience as a wrestler of a child being like, I've never seen this before. I've never been to this before. What you did makes me want to actually pay attention to this and to, like, you know, suddenly just really get into a thing. Mm -hmm. And that's crazy to me. Like, I I don't know. To me, that's like, I, I can't think of something that has been more meaningful, at least, like, personally. Um, I mean, they were way a bigger fan of me, but, you know, uh, still. <laughs> well, I was a good guy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and no, I yeah. won. <laughs> it's just true. Yeah, you did. Yeah, I got, uh, I got thrown all around in that Bigfoot convention. Um, <laughs> but again, like, being part of that, uh, it's just, it's wild. Like, that, I don't know. Like, I guess I knew, uh, sort of as an abstract that that was... A potential part of doing wrestling stuff but just to actually see it happen it, it's wild like i didn't even know uh how to respond she's like okay uh, i gotta go over here now <laughs> having emotions don't like it <laughs> see you so. yeah that was awesome that connecting with little kids either if they hate me or like me is definitely a big reason for why i why I still do this, I think. Um, adults are fine. Yeah. But, you know. <laughs> yeah, they're all right. <laughs> Even before we started wrestling, anytime um, I'd see gifts of children reacting to their favorite wrestler, it's just, it's so pure. It's so good. <laughs> yeah, it really is. I, uh, that, you know, and like all of those fancy video packages that the bigger promotions put together for wrestlers doing charity stuff or meeting kids and all that. I'm just like, oh, man, y'all turn that off. I ain't trying to have feelings right now. The recent one was Sasha going to that school. Oh. Mm -hmm. nope. <laughs> Don't feel me that. I ain't trying to have feelings. Stop it. Um, I guess on the more professional side, um, up until last weekend, I would say that my biggest thing was when I got to wrestle Aja Pereira before she went in is now making history as a ref in the WWE. Um, because I had watched her wrestle for years before then and been like a huge dorky fan. And then I got to wrestle her and it was awesome. I mean, well, at the time it was one of the best matches I had had, which probably was still not good, but <laughs> 
Um, that was super exciting. And then I think the match I had Saturday against Charlie Anarchy felt like the closest to a real match I've had, I guess you could say. Um, like pacing wise, crowd reaction wise, um, it was face versus face, which is super hard. Um, yeah. And then I've never had any titles. This guy's had, has some titles. Yeah. Uh, I think technically I'm a champion right now. Technically. Uh, <laughs> a tag champion, as it turns out, not with you. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh -huh. yeah. Yeah. That's funny. Uh, you get all mad at me for my deep south tag team. Yeah, thank you. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I um, I think another thing that's been this one's kind of harder to articulate just because I don't want to like, oh well, such and such and so and so said this and then about whatever I did, right? Like it's not it's not one of those things. It's just being at a point now where. <clears throat> I can feel like uh, meaningful progress is being made toward getting better at this thing and toward like pushing toward goals that I actually want to, I want to, I want to achieve. Uh, and then having peers and people who I really respect and forebears give feedback that sort of intimates that I'm on the right track with some things um, is just wild to me. Like it's unbelievable to have, some of the folks who have been very kind uh, enough to give feedback, like some of the things they've said have just been, they've really given me pause because I just don't, well, first of all, I don't know how to take uh, positive criticism of any sort. I'm just like, so what, you're just being nice to me because you feel bad or, uh, and so finally, like I'm at a point now, it's like, all right, well, a bunch of these people independently of one another are saying some of the same things. So unless there's a like secret conspiracy to really make me feel bad like in a few weeks which honestly if that's how it works that's incredible um i'll be both crushed and really impressed uh but you know just that kind of stuff um people who i think of as like really important uh names and also people whose work i i look to because they're so meticulous and so detail oriented and they do all of the little things just so like the smallest things are the things that I get excited about now. Um, and these are the people who do those things and for having to have them recognize that I'm doing something right. is just crazy. So that, you know, that's good. That's, that's really nice. Titles are okay. You know, whatever. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but when fine. people say enough nice things about you that you start to believe it. <laughs> yeah. 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 It turns out that the, uh, the grift is working. Yeah. <laughs> What would you say the greatest obstacle you've overcome in wrestling is? It's hmm. a tough one. And that can be that can be anything as far as like if you had an injury that you came back from or um, if it's just like where you're located geographically or whatever that is to you. If it was yeah, stage fright, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, um, I think there's probably a lot of, at least for me, it's like a lot of small things that kind of, a lot of wrestlers, I think, I would imagine experience 
along the way. Um, but I don't know, like, I've always been diminutive in stature, so that's not like a surprise to me, um, nor is it a surprise to me when people assume that I will or won't do this or that as far as wrestling goes by virtue of that. Um, but I think this is going to sound as though I'm like denigrating non-wrestling roles, but I don't mean for that at all. But the assumption when I showed up places for the longest time, and I'm sure it'll happen again, is was that like, oh, well, look at you. So what, you're going to like ref or what you're going to like manage or what you're going to like ring announce. And all of those things are absolutely essential. And some of the, <laughs> the things I value most about wrestling, but that's not what I was training to do. Um, I was training to wrestle. So to have people who know that for the longest time, people were like, oh, well, we're just going to have you manage here, manage there, manage this and manage that. To be like, okay, I understand that wrestling is your goal. So we're going to work on making that what you're doing here. We're making that a focus without having to sort of uh, shortchange any of the other things I'm capable of doing. That's been a huge one for me. And some of that's probably just my own like neuroses about the thing. Um, but I feel like I'm approaching the point now where it's like, okay, well, I'm a wrestler. So am I going to be wrestling on this show or am I not going to be on this show? Because, you know, it can go either way. Uh, <laughs> but people want me to actually wrestle. So that's, uh, you know, like that's sounds weird, but that's like a big deal to me because, you know, it's like, oh, we'll have you be our mean gene. It's like, I love mean gene, but no. You know, like wait until I've utterly decimated my body to the point where I literally cannot fall down again without turning to vapor. Then we can talk about some of that other stuff. Um, but until then, no, I'm just going to keep hurting myself. So. Yeah. You didn't get suplexed in 26 degree weather. No. To marry somebody. Yeah. You know? uh, like, yeah. It's like, oh, we're going to teach this guy sidewalk slams. It's below freezing. Yeah, I didn't do that so that I could be like, hi. Here's Which Ripley. would be very good at, yeah. but, but you know, here's yeah. Ripley. <laughs> it's like, no, that's that, that stupid sidewalk slam and below freezing is in the back of my head, like, nah, you need to go hit someone now. So, uh, mm, nah, we'll wait. Like, Bobby the Brain Heenan is one of my favorite dudes in the history of ever. If I could have even the slightest amount of talent that that man had, then that's great. But he was a wrestler. So, he did that, and he did it well, and then he did managing better than everyone. So that's the life cycle to me. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, once I'm broken, all the managers better watch out. That's all I'm saying. Um, for me, a lot of it was learning to trust my body. Um, part of it just having to do with how much wrestling hurts, because it does. Um, and early training where they'd have me do the same thing over and over again, to where like, it, I mean, I couldn't move the next day, basically. Um, and thinking that that was how I was always going to feel, um, it's hard to, so I was scared to take bumps or to do flips or anything like that for the longest time, because in my experience, that was traumatic and horrible on my body. 
Um, I was also training in the worst ring, I think, maybe in the state. Um, <laughs> I don't know. There are probably some contenders, and yeah. we just haven't been unfortunate enough to meet them. But this ring is, it, it feels, it feels bad. But it's like part of that and also not really having been that athletic before then. Um, but at a certain point, I finally got comfortable being in a ring, like both as a performer and on, like during training and things like that um which has shown like has helped all the aspects of it like me not being terrified to fall down um and then another thing is an obstacle i'm still overcoming is the um trying to get people to understand what a binary a non-binary person is and not just get i love women's wrestling but I'm not a female wrestler, you know, and I will absolutely wrestle anybody. Um, but there's just so many places that are like, oh, well, you can only do this because of your body. <clears throat> um, which has not been as much of an issue when you leave the South, um, <laughs> which so I guess that's a geographic thing. Yeah. Um, but both getting like commentary and the audience to appreciate who I actually am as opposed to what I look like, um, and then promoters as well to at least like give me a chance to do something else. Plus there are no women working right now, like hardly at all. So if I get stuck in that position, I can't wrestle. Uh, because it's just COVID and there aren't a lot of people working right now. So I can only wrestle rose gold so many times. Right. And we keep doing it yeah. and we will keep doing it. And, you know, but at a certain point. Yeah. Rose is great. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, it was, you know, it's kind of like how, how many matches. Like when I wrestled Crystal Rose 25 <laughs> weeks in a row. Because they could not find anyone else. That's not an exaggeration. No. They we counted. Us, they, they let us wrestle once during that. And it was with so much fussing. They're like, oh, I can't believe that I'm doing this. Oh, so and so's rolling over in yeah. his grave. Oh. Someone had and, died like earlier that day. He was really against intergender wrestling. And, you know, yeah. Somehow it was our fault. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, and then the, the match actually was just there. like, oh, okay. All right, Irving. Uh, no punches. Uh, can't can't pick Ripley up for any kind of a move. Uh, you know, like I was like, okay, forearms. Like, no, 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 forearms are too close to punches. Can't do that. It's like, all right, no kicking. Okay, yeah. What about submission holds? Ah, no, uh, I don't know. Do that might be anything. too bad. So I was just basically standing there, like, I guess beat me up. You know, uh, uh, can I try to get a pinfall? Is that okay, or will that offend? Uh, so you know, that was the kind of stuff that we had early on, where it was yeah. just like, Oof. fine, we'll let you wrestle, sort of. We'll let you stand there and pretend to wrestle. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds terrible. It was. <laughs> so sorry. I'm glad that things seem to be progressing to where that's not like as big of a deal in certain places. And I hope that that continues as more people 
exit the business. That yes, way. that's a very good way to put yes. it. That's much more <laughs> diplomatic than uh, than I've usually put it. So I like that. That's good. Yeah. It's more people future endeavor themselves. Yes. Go on and exit then, y'all. Yeah. Get to exiting. Yeah, quickly. Move, move it along. You know, yeah. like just come on. Third base coach. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Take it home, brother. Uh, mm -hmm. <laughs> so if you had an action figure of yourself, what oh. what would it say and what <laughs> accessories would it come with? Oh. <laughs> wow. All right. Yeah. Uh, the accessories I have immediately. That's no problem. Um, what it would say. Hmm. So, you know, like I have, of course, ski masks, lovely ski masks with flowers. And I have another one that has my name embroidered on the forehead. That's it's purple. So that's also that's a nice one you could do. Uh, I have the flowers themselves yeah, somewhere. Nice. Yeah, I don't know where they are. Uh, you know, there's a uh, there's a knife. There's a knife over there. I could have a knife. Um, I don't use it in wrestling, but I, I, you, know, you never know. Uh, <laughs> And then probably like a, a, a like a nice uh, button-down shirt, you know, oh, like open. Yeah, yeah. Like there would be no buttons to actually fasten. Uh, Irving's shirt will not be closed. So the action figure, same thing. We, um, so I don't have any, like I don't have ring gear. I just, we're kind of, as a tag team dynamic, he's going to be the one with all the, the stuff and I'm just gonna come out and support. Yeah. But we did buy some bathrobes that we want to get embroidered. Uh to be kind of like the what are the McFoils? The McFoils. The McFoils <laughs> from Always Sunny. Yeah. <laughs> just like kind of grimy. Um yeah, it's but really then gross. obviously like <laughs> nicely embroidered. So I guess that's what my character would wear if there was anything extra. Probably like weights or something oh, as accessories, yeah. maybe. Cool. You can have a knife too. <laughs> oh, thank you. Mm -hmm. I can have a knife too. Y'all hey, oh, are coming with knives. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I could bring in, have orchids in each back oh. here. <laughs> like I don't live, live orchids. Yeah. I'm sure they'll be fine. I guess we'll die from. What would, what, what, what would your action figure say? I haven't been using my my tagline that I got yeah. back in the day. Yeah, I just stopped doing that. Uh, I've opted for more unintelligible screaming. Oh, that <laughs> I mean, that's a thing that it can Yeah, be. so if like, ah! you can just pull the, the little cord and it's just like, eh! you know, uh, I think that'd be good. Um, like, uh, I had a, remember those, because uh, we're old, remember those Ninja Turtles that uh, they had the big giant awkward looking shell on the back so and they could yeah you pull that thing through yeah. and then it was just like it was supposed to be like Cowabunga. but instead it just sounded like nah, 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 nah. <laughs> those are uh i want i want my action figure to be like that uh so put like, like backwards masking weird, in it yes and like a big weird growth <laughs> that you have to pull a thing through and then i just unintelligibly say some i'm sure kids would love that right it'd be a great toy <laughs> yeah. yeah, I would probably just say creeps or like, come on, Irving or whatever. Tag, tag, tag. Let's go, Irving. Why? <laughs> okay, 
don't don't mouth the ropes. <laughs> yeah, Mike could just be like, why not? <laughs> We'd have to have um like you pull the little thing and it licks his hand to yeah. tag each mm -hmm. other somehow. <laughs> yep. Yeah. You can have like little magnets in your hands. Oh, Ooh, that's yeah, good. That's, that's, that's really good. Vile, horrible toy. <laughs> <laughs> No one would want it. <laughs> like this toy has too much body hair. What am I supposed to do with this? Own it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, groom it. Tell it you love it. Be friends. Yeah. It only limits your imagination. Awful little children <laughs> that I've imagined. <laughs> what was that? The little um. Spit balls? No. Mad balls? Mad balls. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I want to get a I want to get a mad ball. This is kind of off topic, but not yeah. really. <laughs> yeah, I want to get a mad ball of my stupid face. <laughs> because I think that uh my face is really well suited to something <laughs> like that. Something uh like you know, bulbous and uh like with features that don't look right. Uh, <laughs> so I think that would be the perfect toy. I do think that your facial hair would lend well yeah right to um, a mad ball yeah yeah well that's, <laughs> i the reason i even have this facial hair is because i thought it would clearly communicate that i'm not nice and that people should not talk to me <laughs> and instead <laughs> it has had the complete opposite effect it's an abject failure i don't know what's going on uh i mean yeah people keep cheering for us it's weird <laughs> I come out and I'm like, hey, this is what I look like. And they're just like, yeah, sure. That seems fine. <laughs> like, all right. I think this says more about y'all than me at this point. Well, I was a big fan of y'all when I saw you. So I don't know what that says about me, but I'm sure. I, mean, I think that you're great. So yeah. <laughs> I'm sure that's not the only weird thing about me i'll be honest uh, I I do mean, we're only scratching the so. surface as far as weirdness goes here oh i am you know while we're kind of talking about it i am <laughs> you guys do interesting things outside of wrestling um if i remember correctly from when i got to chat with y'all when i was in indiana um such exotic little cow um, mm -hmm. <laughs> beautiful indiana why do people come I mean, I live in Nebraska, so I really can't throw too much shade, I'll be honest. But <laughs> Yeah, I'm in Georgia, you know. It's all a lateral move. <laughs> same level of suck, just different. Yeah. yeah, the window dressing's a bit different, but it's the same suck. <laughs> but what do you guys do outside of wrestling for the, for the uninitiated? <laughs> so we are also <laughs> paranormal investigators. Yes. Or maybe more sightseers. <laughs> we have yet to find anything. Yeah. Um, so primarily ghost hunting, but um, we found it's kind of expensive. So yeah. <laughs> that's where the, the sightseeing. It's a really cost prohibitive hobby to have. Like you don't know that necessarily about ghost hunters that you see like on the internet. Those people probably come from money because the ghost hunting tools are not cheap. No, and you, uh, and like trying to reserve or rent a place to go investigate, 
people aren't really like, yeah, let me close my business for you, you know? Yeah, like you, uh, wrestlers. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, but we do have a YouTube series where we do some of that. We we did one investigation that we've been editing for a while because also, oh my gosh, if y'all know any video editors, whew, we have so much footage and I'm just yeah, like, how uh, am I supposed to cut this here? I do not shut up. So like, uh, so, so he's trying to like record uh, EVPs. He's just, he's like, I'm going to be real quiet just to see. <laughs> 30 seconds later, he just starts talking for the next 15 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> I get bored. <laughs> like, I ain't been haunted. Nothing happens. I'm just in a dark hallway by myself like, eh? Come on. Uh, Haunt me. <laughs> we also, so we'll go try to find cryptids. When we went to the Bigfoot um, convention, yes. it was a little too cold to really look around too much but we were at a place that had sightings and we went and listened to other bigfoot hunters like talk about their experience which was really cool it was it was actually super rad and they were really kind they were very welcoming people yeah yeah um we were worried just because any little subgroups in this country can yeah they can take a turn yeah maybe be people that we don't want to yeah. hang out with but these were they were great that was not the case at all no they were um, all really really nice and um yeah it's like we were driving out into the middle of the woods and i was like oh boy <laughs> yeah. uh, i'm not worried about bigfoot yeah no. we we're in arkansas yeah was, um, worried about cletus no. yeah. yeah i was I, yeah i i i had some concerns um but none of they were unfounded yeah. as it turns out so that's nice. always love. Good to know. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, so we uh, hunt ghosts and cryptids, and then I don't edit the videos uh, in, in an expedient fashion. So I've tried to, <laughs> and I hate it. So yeah, editing video is torture. <laughs> Whoever's good at it and actually enjoys it, wow, I'm, I'm amazed. Yes. Um. Yeah, so if anyone wants to reach out with us with suggestions of places to check out, we, you may never see the video, but yeah. we will go. <laughs> we'll film it. Yes. I'll talk a lot, but then you might not see it. But at the same time, uh, IWTV, if you want to pick up a ghost hunting show, and also edit it because yes. <laughs> I don't want to. You know? And, you know, like also like... Give us money to, uh, to to hunt the ghost set too, and then like a like a pack of hot dogs too. What? Hey, you know, since we're talking about like, yeah, hey, I'm making deals here. You know what I mean? So you guys uh, think <laughs> pack of hot dogs yeah. and a, and a couple of handshakes or yeah. that too? Yeah, no, yeah, I mean, you know, the handshakes. That's like to me, that's negotiable. I like that you didn't even specify with buns. Just no, I don't want. I did not say I wanted hot dog buns. I want hot dogs. <laughs> I, uh, have to be vegan. <laughs> yeah, vegan. Yes, because if not, I'm just gonna hurl them into the woods. Um, we also you might get a bigfoot that way. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he loves hot dogs. <laughs> I don't know why I always gender bigfoot male. Uh, it's weird. Anyway, so, <laughs> um, we also like to answer questions about cryptids. We recorded some really really fun ones. Yes. Um, in Indiana at Pocket, that we again have to edit the video. But, but we <laughs> we'll did, have those. We got See. some really good questions. Yeah. From, <laughs> I think Miles had a really 
Yes, she had uh, a very, very good Cameron one. Cameron Saturn had a very good one. Uh, Ron Bass Jr. had what I thought was one of the best questions I've ever heard in general. Yes. <laughs> and he did not think it was a good question at all. And he's like, well, how about this? And I was just like, Come on, if you, don't, rec- if you yeah. don't say it into the recording, I swear to God, because uh, it was very good. Yeah. And also, being combative with someone seven times my size, definitely <laughs> something I'd do. Um, this all started because um, one of the children of uh, Matt Hankins, who we've talked about, promoter of Platinum Championship <laughs> Wrestling, asked him on Halloween if Halloween was Satan's birthday. <laughs> and- and that was like the best question I've ever heard in my life. Yeah, I was just jaw again. Like, <laughs> I... so we're like, well, well, we've got an answer for you, buddy, which is now it is. Yes, absolutely. Because you put it that way, one hundred percent. Yes, uh, that kid's. You can't genius. prove that it's not. So exactly. Yeah. No. And towns, we went towns through, like, genius. yeah, all the reasonings about why maybe and maybe not, and then it's like, but also. Yes, that's it. <laughs> mm-hmm. Let's do that. Yep. That's it now. <laughs> it is Satan's birthday. Deal with it. You don't like it? Well, you know. Yeah, because Christmas is Jesus's birthday. So why would right. Halloween be Satan's birthday? It right? makes it makes a lot of sense to me. It does, mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's uh, biblically accurate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I went to catechism. <laughs> Hard same. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm sure they talked about that. <laughs> I paid a bunch of attention. I mean, I was raised very Catholic, but much to my mother's dismay. Hi, mom. If you are watching, she sometimes watches. Um, <laughs> you know, <laughs> haven't haven't gone recently. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm allowed. <laughs> I might start like I might combust. It might be, it might be a thing. I, I don't think so. <laughs> Try it and find out. I don't oh, know. I will, yeah. <laughs> but um, you said that you were looking for places to investigate. Me, I've never, I've wanted to go to this place and I haven't been able to yet. Um, but I'm sure you've heard of Villisca, Iowa, where there was a brutal axe murder. Mm. Oh, right. Mm. Yes, 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 yeah, yes, yes. Yeah. You can go to the house and like stay the Ooh. night. Oh. oh yeah that's and that's awesome. only like an hour and a half yeah. for me so okay that's if awesome. you find yourself wanting to go to Villisca to the axe murder house hit me up i'll meet you guys there and we can do it together yeah. oh, that's so good i also keep just threatening to uh to just go to sleep in a mausoleum uh because people are really weird about mausoleums and graveyards they're like well i can never be there at night I'm like why what's gonna happen the deads aren't going to do nothing to you. They can't. Oh, can I will, they? No, I'll get a sleeping bag, pillow. That's it. I'm wondering where you've been threatening this. I've said it many times. Constantly. I don't know if anyone else heard, but I did say it. Yeah. So if anyone has a good uh, a good line on like a mausoleum, that would be all right with me like, you know, sleeping there sometimes. Yeah, I think if cemetery caretaker is still a job i'm not sure if it is that would be pretty perfect oh, for I would love that. yeah that'd be really nice I, I honestly don't know if that's a thing anymore do they not take care of the grounds anymore they do but i feel like it's probably all outsourced or something you know 
Oh, big cemetery. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> big yeah. cemetery. Follow the money. <laughs> I wonder if there's like a company that just does that. There probably is. Probably. Yeah. Or maybe you could start one. That's Ooh, true. Yeah. <laughs> You can be big cemetery. I'm sure. I'm sure I look urban. Big cemetery. Wes. I'm sure that I look really trustworthy. <laughs> like, yeah, let me take care of the cemetery. It'll be fine. <laughs> like, uh, he seems a he's an affable guy. Except you'd have to do it after dark because you hate the sun. Oh yeah, it's terrible. It feels bad when it's on me. I don't like it. So you would not mow mow the lawn. No. Wait, there's lawn mowing? Help. Okay. <laughs> I will Maybe. be a cemetery. Not if you get some goats. Ooh. See, yeah, now we're talking. I like goats oh, a lot, too. Like the movie Cemetery Man, I did not see him mow a lawn. Not, not a one. None. He was just being handsome. Yeah, that's a good movie. That movie's awesome. <laughs> now that we're way off track, which is fine. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the best part of these. Just, you know taking the ride um what is the wrestling word back back to wrestling what is the wrestling word you use most outside of wrestling Ooh. uh blown up i think <laughs> <is probably. laughs> yeah I, honestly I, I would not have thought of that uh, off the top of my head but i think that's it oh brother i'm blown up <laughs> Oh, I'm blowed all the way up. <laughs> yeah, it just works for, <laughs> and it's a good one too because people will like by context they'll immediately know what it is. Yeah, you don't have to. Uh, so if you're just like, ah, tell you what, I'm blown up. Notice like, hmm, yeah, I understand completely. <laughs> Whereas some of the things they they just feel like, huh? <laughs> yeah, I think. Uh, brothering has increased <laughs> quite a bit a lot more brothering than there otherwise would have been uh that's one of those things too where i think um you say something uh with a hint of irony enough times and then it just becomes a thing you say um as was the case when like i grew up in the bay area in california and so everyone said hella 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 this hella that and so I started saying it as a gag because uh, I didn't really, I didn't think much of it at the time. And then I just, now I just say it. I just say it. It's something I say. It's fine. I'm trying to think. It's also one of those things where there are probably wrestling terms I use that I don't realize are wrestling terms because I use them so often that I probably just drop in conversation and everyone's like, what? <laughs> yeah that's fair yeah, i mean i, I tell probably coworkers, like no sell yeah it's like oh oh yeah way to no sell that joke. right yeah. uh yeah i mean i do scream at my uh real life co-workers uh ready green brother constantly <laughs> you know it's like every zoom meeting i'll disappear like ready equals green brother and then i'll turn my camera off the best phrase in wrestling can you pay me brother <laughs> which boy oh boy that sounds not like wrestling 
Not sounds exactly like wrestling. It does, yeah. It sounds nothing like and precisely like wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> you pay me, brother. I wish I had more reasons to say that in everyday, everyday life. But I, just I mean, you should make a goal to incorporate it into your everyday conversation more my, often. <laughs> my signature for all professional emails. Oh, no. Can you pay me, brother? See how long it takes for me to get fired. Just no more pay me. <laughs> pay me? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, wrestling, I know that y'all do road trips because I saw you in Indiana and you live in Georgia. <laughs> so, um, what do you like to listen to when you're on the road? Well, we mix it up a lot, I think. Like, for the first part of most drives, if they're going to be, like, longer than an hour, uh, it'll just be some music. Like, I don't know. I think we go to, uh, there's a lot of Aaliyah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Italo Disco. Italo Disco, yeah. <clears throat> Andrew WK, also mm-hmm. always a good choice. Um, usually some really very ignorant, tough guy, hardcore stuff. Um and then we've had some audiobooks that we were we were slogging through. Uh some of them are good, but audiobooks are hard. They are, and my attention span, it is not good. Uh so I will just space right out and then I will have no idea what's happening anymore. Um, um we listen to nonfiction audiobooks usually that are about the paranormal. Um not high production values, I don't think, on those. Um, we there was a JFK conspiracy oh, book. Yeah, we listened yeah. to most one. of it. Yeah, not all of it. <clears throat> um, a couple of John Keel books. Uh, <laughs> and John Keel, that guy was a piece of work. Let me tell you. He wrote Mothman Prophecies, um, okay. which was a nonfiction work, um, and then kind of became the movie mm-hmm. um he he's got some interesting views on women <laughs> he, he cannot let a woman <laughs> pass by his view and then be part of the book without a comment on their looks i swear he can it's like it just like you wrote it down man you could have took it out but no it's like oh yeah uh, this is so and so. Very attractive very, young housewife. Uh, a very comely <laughs> young housewife. Why are you saying but then that? also sometimes it'll just be like, yeah, a homeless woman. It's like you didn't have to do it like that, John. Yeah, come on. Bro, you were no prize. I've seen no. you. All right. Like let's let's chill out here a little bit, John. But um, so the Mothman Prophecies is a collection of interviews, basically. So he's talking to a bunch of people where these sightings occurred. And every single woman he talked to, he has to judge their appearance. Yeah. It's um, like, a, I started like trying to keep an informal tally. Like, oh, when's Kale going to comment on someone's looks again? Yeah. Only one man, I think. Yeah. There was like the one outlier. Oh, uh, you, did you get confused, John? Like what? <laughs> Weird. Maybe he was just telling us something. But um, most recently, we've been listening to the Night Owl podcast. Um, which is ghost investigation in podcast form, which mm-hmm. doesn't sound like it would work, but it's so good. It really does. And they they do such, like the way that they do it is, um, 
I guess it's not dissimilar from some of the TV shows that do ghost hunting, but they structure it in such a way that it really comes together like a story by the end of it. Um, and it's just really well done. Like they have so many interviews with people who are in these places and then they also will have commentary to the extent that it's necessary, but it really seldom feels like they outstay their welcome. Mm -hmm. like usually they let what's happening, the investigations tell the story unless they need to intervene to kind of, you know, connect A to B. Um, so that's been really awesome. <clears throat> Much easier for me to uh, stick with too than some of the audio. Yeah, books. episodic instead yeah, of like yeah. 16 hours of the same. Yeah, it's like, here we go. Um, yeah, after about an hour, my attention span is, is moved on. Wow, you get a full hour? That's crazy. <laughs> I'm like, sometimes. Yeah, just like 30 seconds. That's fair. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I like punk songs. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah, and I, yes. I feel that way about uh about wrestling matches and bands sets when they play too. Uh if you're a band and you play longer than twenty minutes, you are cruel. <laughs> Take it and, home. Yeah, yeah. Wrap it up. <laughs> like past twenty minutes, like you are subjecting your project to Unless you're George Clinton. Yeah, well that's there's always an exception. Flavor. There's an exception. But by and large, twenty minutes get out i want to hear the good stuff if you're a punk band you could probably play like 40 songs in that time uh so you know like you really like people will still hear you go, okay like 20 minutes is fine um and then yeah wrestling matches too oh. ain't nobody trying to watch all that fair enough those those iron man matches poof Ugh. yeah <clears throat> I mean, I'm, good ones are really good. Yes, that's true. It is. It's true. But few and far between. It's true. Yeah. I think it takes uh, some special, very talented, uh, experienced folks to make those work. Some book creeps into not. Yeah, yeah. So definitely put me in an Iron Man. So <laughs> I can lose my voice in the first minute. You're like, just kidding. Yeah. Or if it's an I quit match, I literally won't be able to because my voice is going to be completely gone before that time. I guess I'll win. <laughs> so when you're on the road, I'm a big fan of snacks. I'm a snack source rack so mm, snacks. Mm -hmm. What are your go-to road snacks? Ooh, um so lately, well, okay, energy drinks I count as part of it. So that's yeah. like you know, those are we gotta have those. It's important. Yes. Uh, so a lot of ghost energy drinks, both because they're great and because it's on brand for ghost hunting. Uh, and then there have been some other wild ones, like these C4 ones that taste like Starburst. Those yeah, are really good. Really good. Um, Alani New. Um, yeah. They're smaller, but they're, they taste really good. Yeah. The cherry splash is really good. They're svelte little canes. Uh, coconut water, because we never drink enough water. Miles, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry, Miles. <laughs> but especially like when you're on the road, you don't want to stop a thousand times. So I don't want to drink a ton of water. Yeah. And then <clears throat> the next day I regret it. Yep. Um if ever I was not driving, boiled peanuts would absolutely be the thing for me. But you can't really eat those while driving. Um I really like the the lime. Lay's potato chips. Mm. They're like really, really limey. Mm. Um, 
Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's intense. It's how it should be. Um, uh, the somebody and somebody's protein cookies. Oh yeah. The, like they're vegan protein cookies that have two guys names on them. I don't remember what they're. They're at all the gas stations now. Um, yeah. Is one of them Larry? Yeah, something yeah. like that. I think it's yeah. It's they're not easy names to remember, at least not for me. But they're cookies and they uh they're vegan protein. and they have protein, so those are good. And um, they're not terrible for protein cookies, so yeah, they they mostly don't taste like sand medicine, you know, so like they're all right. <laughs> um and then I found uh on our travels to and from uh Paradigm, since we're usually in Louisville. Um, oh yeah. They have. It's where I discovered this vegan jerky uh, called bee leaf. Bee leaf. I think that it's a pun. I think bee bee leaf. You know, uh, it's it's a good pun, I guess. Uh, anyway, the jerky is crazy good. And it's wildly expensive. So like, I I'm pretty sure that I take a loss anytime I'm near that jerky, like financially, because I'm just like. <laughs> Yeah, it's it's, like forty dollars of jerky. Yeah, it's like wow. Three packs of jerky. It's like I'm I'm not not smart. Okay, (laughs) but uh, yeah, that's something I really like. Yeah, the Beyond jerky is pretty good too. Um, we, I mean, this is boring, but I always bring apples. Just you know, (laughs) yeah, to pretend that we're healthy on the road um we're not but you know no um we stop for impossible whoppers a lot for sure <laughs> large yeah. fries yeah it's uh there are stretches of uh this this great nation where <laughs> vegan food is not exactly the easiest thing to find still um and as much as I like fried potatoes, which I like a lot, I like fried potatoes a lot. As it turns out, that is not all that one should eat. Um, <laughs> so yeah, the Impossible Whopper has been a really interesting turn of events. Um, still, yeah. I, I'm sure it's probably still horrible. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. Sure it's- but at least it's got like more than just a potato <laughs> in there. Y'all <laughs> so. know the days of only uh, McDonald's apple pies. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which I love, but you can't eat only that all day. No, not if I, no, I don't, I don't want to think about what that would. Well, I mean, not with that attitude. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm a quitter. <laughs> it's what it is. Do you have any pre-match rituals? Mm. I don't. And I kind of feel like I should. Just because so many people I really like do. And I'm like, what am I missing out on? You know? Um, other than just telling everyone, have fun, be safe. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's like, uh-huh. yeah, even if I'm not in the match, if I'm nearby and someone's about to go out, I'm like, have fun, be safe, have fun, be safe, have fun, be safe. Uh, and I really do hope that they do both of those things because uh-huh. if you're not having fun, don't bother. Uh, Pre-match rituals. I think like I have small, small things. Nothing like um, 
too intense. But just before I go out, I usually, I try to just get my blood flowing a little bit. I just do this, like, I don't know, this, like, stupid tiger mask, like, jump and dance thing. Uh, it, I don't know. Like, it just it's just something I just started doing. It just helps with some of the nervous energy, get me a little bit pumped up. Uh, I usually start breathing real heavy too to try to get myself like pumped up. Uh, I'll probably make a bunch of weird faces. Um, no one will probably see them, I hope, <laughs> but I make a ton of weird faces. And then like I frown real hard, you know, cause I'm tough and I furrow my brow cause I'm serious. And then, you know, I go out there and uh, <laughs> that all communicates, I'm sure. My love for Tiger Mask, my seriousness, it all comes through in my wrestling style. <laughs> I definitely gathered that. Mm. So, yeah, exactly. when people see me, they're like, wow, <laughs> it's like a really serious tiger mask without a mask. Whoa. That's what the, they always say it constantly. Yeah. You know? People tell you that all the time. It must be so yeah, I, just, I can't go two feet without someone saying it. <laughs> what is your favorite move to take and what is your favorite move to give? Oh. So I've been rethinking my stance on Sayedo suplexes. I enjoy them, but I took a pretty gnarly one on Saturday, so maybe yeah. they're not my favorite anymore. No, it's good. You get um, to see the white light. There. Those are fun because it's I'm just being flung typically because people are a lot bigger than me when they give them to me. Um and if they're if I hit right, I can like flip up and then do a slump bump out of it, which is fun. Yeah. Um, to give. Man, probably a DDT. Yeah, it's a satisfying one. Yeah, simple, yeah. fun. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I really, well, there are a couple that I, that I, kind of a fun one for me uh pile drivers i really really enjoy taking um because at my size like the the danger relative to other folks is pretty low for me um because most people's legs are big enough that it's like i'm not that worried usually um we'll see if that comes back to bite me but up to now it's been a real fun one for me uh, cause it horrifies people. And I love that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I also, um, there are some that like, I kind of love and hate, um, fall away slams, uh, just, they're just misery, but they're also really fun. Um, because people can just like chuck me. Uh, so I'll usually just skip across the ring like a stone and it kind of, kind of sucks a lot, but at the same time, I'm in the air for a really long time and that's a fun sensation. Um, and then to give, uh, I really like, um, I like giving people sentons. I think that that's very fun. I, uh, we've been doing this one lately where like I jump off of Rip's back and then senton someone. And I, I really enjoy that. That's a lot of fun. Um, I don't know if that's that fun to like have it happen, to you, but you know, <laughs> we're not asking about that. No, no, no. I mean, that's, that's someone else's issue entirely. Uh, for yeah. me, it's great because uh, I get to jump in the air and then I land on her. <laughs> and that's fun. Uh, 
And this doesn't happen often, but I also really enjoyed getting power bombed onto another person <laughs> for the same reason. Because I was oh. just like, I'm fine. And they're just yeah. like, <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, you good? <laughs> like, cool. I'm having a great time. See ya. <laughs> so with being on the road, usually everybody has like at least like one really good road trip story that was either like really funny or something exciting happened, or like you almost died. Like, what is what is your best travel story? And you can like censor names if you need to. Nothing too salacious has happened. People have been uh, remarkably well behaved. Ah, um, uh, it's not like it used to be. Uh, yeah, uh, these kids, their video games in there not dying at age 30. Uh, Back in my day, brother. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, horrifying. We won't spend too much time on this, but so when we were going to um, the Bigfoot. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, thing, we stayed in the Shreveport because there were no hotels or Airbnbs or anything in the actual city that this Bigfoot convention was in. Um, and I waited till the last minute to try to find us anywhere to stay. So I find this uh, hotel on Expedia that's $30 a night. And I'm like, it's just two nights, right? How bad can it possibly be? <laughs> it was bad. We, <laughs> yeah, so we did not stay. No. We walked into the room and then proceeded to walk back out and give the key back and leave. Yeah. Um, the Google Maps insisted it didn't exist up and down. Probably should have told Yeah, like no matter how many times I put the address in, it just kept saying, that's not a thing, or this is closed. Uh, so we found it. There were no lights on in the front. Like, you know, hotels, they have the little spot where you can drive in and there's lights yeah, and you can see a desk. This looked completely dark except for like a small light source on the inside uh that should have also been another indicator it was scary <laughs> it was really bizarre i felt like we had just stumbled into a david lynch movie it was bad uh like that level of feeling yeah. unsettled so like uh, are you certain that it existed yeah yeah i'm pretty sure yeah they um, took our money today <laughs> Yeah, no, like, um, no refunds. Like that's fine. Yeah. Uh, there were people staying there. We could hear them. Yeah, uh, I, I saw. A oh, child of course you could. Uh, at the end of the hallway, digging for garbage. So that seemed like it happened. Uh, Are you sure it wasn't a specter? Nightmares where none of the lights turn on at all. Yeah. No matter how many times you flip the switch. Yeah, this was like that, except that actually happened in the actual room. Because people had taken out all the light. Yeah, bulbs. the light bulbs were gone. There was no way to produce light in the room. Uh, uh, so we <sighs> that was as close to death as I've been in a long time I feel like <laughs> yeah <clears throat> it just seemed like I don't know and it looked like someone had kicked in the door to the room at some point recently yeah. and things like that so yeah it smelled like it was on fire it was bad uh Yikes. lit by just the uh the, the light on a phone it looked especially spooky. I was like, all right, I listened to way too much true crime. Right. Like, I don't want to be a true crime. <laughs> like, I got to go. Uh, yeah, it was just every red flag at one time. Like, yep, 
I will sleep in the car if I have to. Let's go. Shreveport. You are a dump. You are a terrible dump. Um, We both lived in New Orleans for a long time. And this was as Louisiana as a thing could be. Yes. Like that first season of True Detective. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, it was like that. Yeah. I don't know if there were any spooky cults at that place, but I wouldn't count it out. No. And also, this is just kind of, I mean, it's about this, but every ceiling tile was a jar. All of them. How can every ceiling tile inside of a building be a jar? How? Like, it just seems purposeful. Like someone's just- like someone up there out. poking around. Yeah, like, what are you doing up there? Put the ceiling people, tile back. People hike shit up there. That's, yeah. this, that's the first thing I thought. I was like, oh, there's stuff hidden up there. And it's stuff I don't want to yeah. see. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you don't want like, any part of none of that. Mm-mm. No. Yeah. I watched I watch um, too much True Crime also. Like 12 hours. Mm. Yeah. Um, so we got there. We were <laughs> exhausted. And it was like, I no, we got to go. <laughs> um, so I guess that's the, that's the road trip story we have Yeah, right no, that's now. terrifying. Yeah, yeah. On the upside, the Bigfoot thing great. Yeah, so it was worth it. Oh, yeah, know. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I, I just, had died, maybe. Yeah. Take your chances the with the big foot. on Expedia page, it looks like all nice and stuff, too. <laughs> yeah. Whew. Anyway, Shreveport. That, Don't say in Shreveport. Yeah, or if you do, like, <laughs> be careful. Because yeah. there's, some, there's some stuff going on out there. You know, I'm going to just... I'm just going to put this out there. Shreveport has never been on like my list of destinations to go to. No. I think yeah. that I will just continue to leave that off of the list. <laughs> oh, yeah. Visit scenic Shreveport, Louisiana. It's great. If you like, you know, if you love having your own mortality shoved in your face, go to Shreveport. I bet the rest of it's okay. Just this hotel was. Yeah. Yeah. yeah maybe it's fine. Not gonna chance it, I'll be honest. That yeah, I would I wouldn't. <laughs> so um I have just a couple more questions. Um then we'll go to questions from chat and then we'll wrap up. Sweet. So what would you tell a ten year old version of yourself? Ooh. If you could go back oh, in time. Um ten year old version of me. Okay, yeah. Okay, you're gonna have incredibly sick tattoos. <laughs> they're all gonna be very dumb, but they're super cool. Uh, you still like the dumbest possible music. Um, you will never bleach your hair like Billy Joe from Green Day. It just won't happen. <laughs> your hair is not straight enough to do a mohawk um oh crop tops are very good yeah i think those are the things especially back then yeah 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 they i mean all, you know yeah still. when i was younger than that i had a rat tail so i mean that kid probably he would have already been like yeah no problem <laughs> like yeah rat tail crop top let's get it going but 10 year old me i don't know Ten-year-old me might not have been as keen on that. I was mm. probably wearing like double XL oh, metal gosh. t-shirts yeah. and, and things like that, just looking, just looking really, really cool. Huh. Um. 
It would be something about trying not to hate my body, probably, uh, especially at that point. Mm. Heading into preteen times. Yeah. Oh boy. Yeah. Um, and that didn't go away for a long time. Um, <laughs> and also maybe something like, hey, you know how how you really like all the women in these movies? It's it's not just because, you know, they're <laughs> <laughs> Do you identify with yes. them? <laughs> <clears throat> hey, you really are into Mulder and Scully. <laughs> that's what this is. Don't, don't, it may take you 20 years to figure it out, but that's, that's what yeah. it is. Like, but there's a beauty in the simplicity of this belief. Yeah. <laughs> yep, that, that's hard to relate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hard to relate. <laughs> so, um, what is the biggest animal you could take in a fight with just your hands, no weapons? Ooh. And you can pretend it's attacking you if that makes you feel better. Okay. Mm. <laughs> I'm going to do the, the shooter pose, right? <laughs> yeah. Goodness. Uh, not a bear. I can rule that out straight away. Because even a lot of people train bear? No, not no, not even a trained bear. Okay. Like you've seen Tracy Smothers match with the bear, right? I mean, Tracy, honest to God, does moves on the bear. I've never <laughs> seen anything like it. It's crazy. Uh the snap bear. The bears just go. It's crazy. Yeah, he also does the like snap a, bear. He does like a <laughs> yeah. He does like an inside trip on the bear, too, oh, yeah. and then goes for a pin. Uh, it's crazy. Like it's that. completely wild. Tracy was but not a bear. You're yeah, not a bear because I'm not Tracy Smothers. Yeah, who is right? Who amongst uh, us? Right. <laughs> um, I think like maybe um, like like well, hyenas have really strong bite, but I'm yeah. trying to think like probably a canid of some sort. It would have to be. Like the strategy would be to stay away from its jaws, of course. But I wouldn't want to fight like a, a large cat because their claws and they're too bendy. Like yeah. I don't know, I don't like that. They're, 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 it's like they're made of wind. I don't like it. Uh, so yeah, probably like a hyena. I think that it, under the right circumstances, if I got the drop on one, like if I could get a hyena's back and just keep that control and not let its mouth get anywhere near me, I think maybe, maybe that would work. Okay. Um, and but it'd have to probably be like a really like sickly small one, <laughs> you know. But that I think maybe, or like maybe like a baby. You know? I was thinking birds. Birds. Because they're, mm. I mean, they're terrifying. Yeah. But um, their bones are, are really fragile, you know. That's true. So I'd have true. that going for me, mm. as long as I didn't deck out my eyes or yeah. scratch them. No, I didn't even. Birds did not even enter into my mind. I don't think I've I don't, I don't think I've had anybody ever say a bird before, I'll be honest. Really? Interesting. I'm thinking like maybe a maybe a hawk. Oh a hawk. Not Man, like they got talons though. They yeah. do, See, but I would say like a heron. But a heron's not gonna attack me. I mean is it? Oh I god. Know. I mean it depends. <laughs> you gonna shove it around a little bit? <laughs> Start telling it it has a bad work rate. 
I would not fight a pelican. That's no, terrible. No, people act like so pelicans aren't scary. They are. They're scary. They're very large. My first impulse was uh, alligators. And I was like, why? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I lived in Louisiana. Yeah, I thought so about it. Like, I picked that immediately. Oh, like a, maybe a nutrient. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'd probably take a nutrient. Yeah. Or a, a caiman? Are those a small? Yeah, the little, small little, little, little babies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they came really yeah. out. Funny guys. They have yeah. those at the zoo here. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just going to jump right in there. Yeah. Is that still, is it, is it still vegan? <laughs> the caiman, the caiman's like, yeah, we're going to fight. Buddy. <laughs> and I think they it's still vegan. Agree and yeah. Sign they sign it. Yes, of course. We do a contract signing because wrestling, <laughs> everyone loves to watch that stupid garbage. So, so what if you guys as a team could take on any cryptid which cryptid would you take on Ooh, okay (laughs) we've talked about wrestling bigfoot a lot yeah yeah (laughs) i would not win no (laughs) let me be clear yeah uh Let's see who else would be good. Um, not the Pope Lick monster because of the hooves. Yeah. That's scary. Um the little um the Hopkinsville goblins. Oh yeah, Hop- as long they're, as it's not like small. if it's not like uh, like ten of them. Like I'm yeah. not, you know. Like maybe if it was like a tag match, like yeah. two of those goblins and us, I think you could probably do okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so Hopkinsville <laughs> goblins. Mm-hmm. Or on notice is yeah. what I'm telling you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they better not try anything funny because I know there's like a bunch of them. You know, it's gonna like be, like, be tagging. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Tons They're gonna be over and over. Like an endless series of uh, of doink and dink, just <laughs> one after another. I don't want that. I, I'll be. I have my eyes open. I know that trick, goblins. So, yeah, you're not gonna fool me with that one. But yeah, we could definitely take those. <laughs> so um how do you take your pancakes Ooh. um so you you don't like this right but i like to put a lot of syrup no butter um but like several times as i go <laughs> so like on the top and then in between all of them and then you have to like refresh it because it all Soaks of those up. in there. Um, and a little bit of powdered sugar, too. Uh, nice. I've only... Oh, go, go ahead. Oh, no, I was just... That's a good way. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, I mean, because you, you are about pancakes. I was like, wait, yeah. wait hold on. <laughs> now, I will... Okay. Uh, I've only very recently uh, actually accepted syrup as a part of the pancake dining experience. Uh, uh, as a kid, I would just eat them dry. Just completely dry, nothing on, no butter, nothing. That's weird. I didn't want any of that. Uh, but so recently, yeah, I've come around. I'm like, but I don't put it on there because that's just like that's that's a little much for me. So like, I'll cut pieces off and then like I'll put them in the syrup, like to be very particular about how much syrup I get, because um, otherwise it's just too much. It's just too much. Uh, real maple syrup. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah, although the fake kind is really good too. I. I Listen, I honestly kind of can't tell the difference between the two. <laughs> like, yeah, I know. But look, it's, it's like a Pepsi challenge thing, maybe. Uh, but I never have fake 
next to the real one to be like, oh, you know, like I don't. <laughs> well, <laughs> so I mean, typically you don't drink it. Uh, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe y'all don't. <laughs> uh, um, and as far as flavorings, uh, chocolate chip pancakes for sure. Blueberry. I like blueberries. Well, they're both good moves. Also solid. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yes. blueberry is also really great because, like, then if you really want the extra sweetness, it's already there. You don't have to, you don't have to turn it into like a big, like soup, you know. Like I'm all for a lot of syrup, but I also I've done like the dunk method before. That's also acceptable, okay. um, yeah. as long as I just appreciate that neither of y'all said waffles. So much appreciated. Oh, no, I mean, if asked, asked about me, yeah, if asked about waffles, gosh. then you know. Yeah. <laughs> uh, some people try to tell me they don't like pancakes and I'm like good that we wait until the end of the interview for that question yes. yeah <laughs> you shooting on me brother <laughs> well that's probably another wrestling oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I say that like a lot I'll just say it too like for no reason if I'm close to somebody like, shooting on me brother <laughs> or uh, telling someone that they're going to get their receipt <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got a receipt coming, brother. And they're like, <laughs> what? Like, yeah. was there a purchase? Like, <laughs> oh, yeah, there was a purchase. And you're getting a receipt. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm insufferable, I think. Probably. <laughs> like, I was before wrestling. <laughs> wrestling only made it worse. Uh, so, yeah. Oh, it's fair. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm gonna like I'm gonna take you on like a little journey so just like go on the journey with me there's a question at the end of the journey okay okay so you're hungry and you go to the store and you're like yeah cruising down the aisles and you want to eat something sweet mm -hmm. so you go down going on the aisles and you're like cookies I love cookies he doesn't love cookies right oh okay. so you go to the cookie aisle and there's all those cookies, but you don't want any like chocolate chip or oatmeal raisin or anything. No, no, no. You go to America's favorite cookie, which is the Oreo, which I do believe is vegan. Mm -hmm. um, so, but you don't want any of the weird flavors. There's all those flavors. Uh -huh. You want that. You just want like your regular like chocolate cookie, white cream center Oreo. Mm -hmm. But like you still have choices, right? Because you can get like the thin Oreos. Or you mm -hmm. can get regular Oreos, or you can get double stuffed Oreos, or you can even go for like a mega stuffed Oreo. So, like, which Oreo are you picking? Yeah, double stuff. That's hmm. I have to think about it. straight to it. For me, it's between the thin ones and the regular ones, depending on if I'm pretending Oreos are healthy. <laughs> like I'll just get the thin ones, even though that means I eat three times as many because yeah. they're smaller. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna pretend uh, that at all. So don't <laughs> like I forgot the mega stuff existed. And that honestly that might be an abomination. I'm not sure. Uh so but I respect it. No, I think that that's cool. I think that level of uh of lunacy is good. I should applaud that. It's good. Yeah. Never far enough. Always further. <laughs> So final answers are double stuff for me for sure. Probably go with the regular ones. Well, one of you um, answered that question unofficially correctly, and that would be <laughs> that would be Irving. Double stuff is the unofficial correct answer to the question. <laughs> um, 
but I understand your reasoning behind a single stuffed option. But why not have extra stuff? Especially like the cookie part, you know? Mm. And it's overwhelming. No. If there's that. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Sorry. Incorrect. There was a wrong answer, man. You gave it. <laughs> yeah, there were a bunch of wrong answers. Actually. Yeah. At least there was, there was technically only one correct answer. I mean, you can like what you want to like, but. Nope. Sorry. <laughs> And this is the time where we go to Christopher, who has questions from the chat, I imagine? Oh, yes. Lots of oh. questions from the chat. It was very active chat. Everyone's having a great time talking oh, about yeah. ghosts and Bigfoot and wrestling and eventually <laughs> pancakes and Oreo cookies, as always. So uh, a few questions from the chat. We're going to start with uh, Mr. Jolly was in the chat. Um, wants to uh, mention that those are some badass artwork pieces you have, uh, Andy, as well as both of you. Uh, can you tell uh, Mr. Jolly what he's looking at and maybe the story, if any, behind them? Mine don't really have stories necessarily. So this is, it was going to be a sleeve of just a bunch of pirate stuff. But the artist is, everything's very big. So it ended up being just one part of that, which was Peter Pan and Captain Hook. And then we've got the crocodile down here. So I've got the Peter Pan sleeve here. Uh, this is Andre the Giant from The Princess Bride. Um, and then I've got... Um, Oh, of course, now I can't think Okora. of the name. Akora, mm. who's uh, doing a snatch right here. <laughs> and then there's other stuff. Yeah. Um, let's see. Well, this guy I love. This is a raccoon with a black flag flying from its tail. Uh, you know, it. Uh, I like raccoons. Uh, that's, uh, and, uh, <laughs> and I'll give them. Uh, <laughs> so that's the explanation for that. Um, this is just a bunch of eyeballs and then a big eyeball on fire on my hand. Uh, that's because I think eyeballs are real cool, you know? Uh, this is a bunch of zombies walking around. Uh, this is the first tattoo I got, actually. Um, it took a long time and gave me a really strange idea of how long tattoos take. Uh, and then there's like other ones. And you've got yourself? Yeah, I've got a skeleton version of me on my leg coming out of a big cup of coffee uh because i thought that would be funny and it still is to me um oh right this is this is a uh, a werewolf licking an eyeball inside of a skull uh again because i thought that would be cool and it is uh there's a chaos cross behind it that was something that the artist pitched to me and i was all about he just he really read he, he read me he got to the core of who I am, which is to say, uh, not very smart. And then uh, this is a thing that uh, started recently. This is a bear uh, with prayer, well, I guess paws more than hands. Uh, and he's, it's crying. And he's got a crown of thorns. And there's this part in the middle with the three axes because I'm straight edge and a dork. Uh, you know, there's like a lot of flowers, you know, because I like flowers. So yeah, the common denominator with my tattoos is that I don't think too hard about them, but 
I go to artists who are very good. So they make them look okay. like actually maybe there's some depth to them or me. Yeah. I guess it? the only smart tattoo I have you can't see. It's um, based on um, Aussie, I don't know how to say it in the British way, Aussie Mandius. Um, a poem by Percy Bysshe Shelley um, about a statue of a tyrant that's like fallen down and crumbled. Um, so it's like statue work and yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I really like that poem. That's the only one that has even remotely anything besides, <laughs> hey, I like this. Right. <laughs> so. Oh yeah, and I have a minor threat tattoo. Well, that's technically two of them are tops of my feet. Uh, again, dork. <laughs> <laughs> Well, those are all awesome. Uh, big fan of The Princess Bride. Big fan of Peter Pan. Uh, do you have a R Rufio tattoo anywhere? Do I? Oh, I don't, but that's a great idea. Yeah, it's like, it kind of seems like you <laughs> Actually, yeah. that sounds like something I should have. Ah, uh, Rufio. Uh, Rufio. Yeah. <laughs> Would it look like the uh, Rufio from the, from the movie film? Yes. <laughs> okay. I was gonna say like I just didn't know if you wanted like liberty. I mean, you know. Like, no, it would it would be that. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. 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 No, for sure. Well, I apologize, or you're welcome. I'm not sure how that goes for for your new tattoo that you'll be getting. Yeah. <laughs> no, I've been. I need a back. So there we go. <laughs> just a giant. <laughs> I want it to be a big, giant, photorealistic Rufio. <laughs> Huge, hulking. <laughs> awesome. All right. Uh, so we got some more questions. Uh, let's go to Vic. One of his staple questions: uh, Which tag team do you think has the best gear of all time? Ooh, of all oh. time. Mm. Mm. Well, okay. So I'm very biased in this. Uh, I always look to jumping bomb angels for inspiration for gear. Mm. Um, especially since they had so many. Um, and I like that style, even though it's very understated and probably just bathing suits. Uh, <laughs> I think because of the 80s and early 90s style that's in there um yeah so that might not be a very exciting answer but that's my answer for sure i'm just i'm gonna go with <clears throat> what immediately popped in my head which was the heart foundation like i just i mean i love pink first of all so that's just like I, yeah it's hard to go wrong there but that, that there was something just so awesomely compelling about how that gear looked um they just they stood out um and i mean you know who don't love Bret Hart? no definitely classic Cla yeah i was gonna say sean probably doesn't like him yeah. um, <laughs> uh we're gonna stick with vic uh what is your go-to karaoke song oh god i can't sing <laughs> um, but <laughs> Were I to do karaoke, oh, this shouldn't be this hard. Oh my gosh! Okay. Um, I know. 
again, I'm just going to go with like, this is like, we're doing like Rorschach test style. Like, okay, boom. The first thing that came to my mind was uh, total eclipse of the heart. Oh, yeah. That's good. Uh, that's good. And it would be just butchered. But because anything <laughs> that I would try to sing would probably be butchered, I may as well do it in such a fashion that it is that grand. Mm. So that's probably what I would do. I think I'd probably do Beating Heart Baby by Head All the Mannequin. Oh, yeah. Nice. So I think I could maybe pull that one off. <laughs> Though, nice honestly, pick. it's like any AFI oh, yeah. <laughs> or Alkaline Trio, yeah, big yeah, game yeah. over for sure. Um, push whoever's up on the stage out of yeah. the way and just go. Yeah. Awesome. Excellent All right, we're going to go. Yeah, I know Val's way into that. So. I'm like, yes, those, those are bands I enjoy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so back to Mr. Jolly. Uh, do you feel your introvert personalities actually helped you more in wrestling? Did it allow you to be that person inside of you to another level? Hmm. That's really interesting. I I had never really considered whether like I don't know almost the um what's the word I'm looking for well what's strange or maybe not at all strange is that I think a lot of the people I encounter in wrestling wrestlers especially are actually pretty introverted um and so there might be something to that you know um like whether it's cathartic or whether it's just like uh, the way that I often look at it, actually, I think that, I think you're probably right. I look at a lot of wrestling as uh, I'm giving license to things that I would not otherwise be able to, or at least not in such an over the top or um, perhaps obvious way. Um, and I think that there's something to that. You know, there's like the, the cliche, everyone's always like, oh, well, your character's just you turned up to 11 or whatever. Um, and for some people, maybe that's true, but I think it's it's a little more complicated than that, probably. Um, but yeah, I think it really does um, allow for some of that stuff to kind of be expressed or to be worked through or, or something. Like there's something there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, at first I was pretending to be someone else as a way to get around like how shy and quiet I usually am. Um, but then things started to click better when it, when I was being more of who I actually am mm, as sure. a performer. And then it is definitely one of the places where certain parts of my personality and being come mm. out more, like I'm way more out in wrestling than in regular life. Um, yeah, no, yeah. that's a really good question. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, really good one. All right, let's get a little less serious. Vic wants to know, what gear would Irving wear for the hill rolling? <laughs> that's a good question. You know, I... I've made it sort of an unofficial goal since we started doing creeps. Like part of the dynamic as we imagined it, since we overthink all of these things, uh, is that, so the expectations of uh, 
how a male wrestler presents themselves versus someone who is not. Um, and for the longest time, and still, people are like, oh, Andy's a, a pro wrestler, pro wrestler. And that's, that's not true. But also, with that comes the expectation of, like, I don't know, revealing gear in some ways, right? So we wanted to invert that and have Ripley's gear be, in some ways, much more um, understated and, and cover mm-hmm. up more. Yeah. Whereas I have just endeavored to wear as little clothing as possible. Um, and I really don't see any reason why that would change for this. <laughs> so like, uh, so we have a yeah. well, no, maybe not that. I'm not trying to like, I'm not trying to go to prison. Just a yeah. <laughs> trying to expose yeah. the business. Yeah, exactly. Exposing the business. That's fine. Exposing myself. Eh, Wrong creeps. Yeah, the law has some ideas on that. And I also have some personal. So I feel like that crosses a line perhaps. Uh, But I would absolutely wear like just just regular wrestling gear like I have just the little little tight boys. Some little tight boys just rolling. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even bother with knee pads. Whatever. Man, you fuck your knees. <laughs> yeah, exactly. you, don't, you don't need to build it. Uh, no, no elbow pads. Uh, no knee pads like the British. You know, they don't wrestle with knee pads on. It's very British. Boots? Uh, yes, boots, absolutely. Okay. Yes. <laughs> but more for fashion than for, like, any practical reason. I'm not concerned. Yeah. Ski mask? Uh, yeah, until it probably just came okay. off because <laughs> of the tumbling. Uh, but, yeah, I would start with the ski mask, and I would start clutching the flowers, too. Uh you know, it's like a, a like a statement. It's like it's like art or whatever. You know, <laughs> and then as I went, the flowers they would go, and then the mask also it would go, and then hopefully uh, the the, t- the tights hopefully would not go. I would like for those to stay. Um, but yeah, that's probably how I would do. It. All what right. Colors? Oh, what colors? Uh, Sorry, Dad. <laughs> no. Um, well, pink's gonna be there. Pink is gonna. Be- okay. Oh, you know what? It would be almost like uh, I would want to do uh, a really a pale pink and then also white. So it would be like deathmatch gear, you know? Like they always come out like looking like <laughs> denim Dan, wearing like white jeans and like a weird white shirt, you know? Uh, like that. So that when I <laughs> invariably just busted up everywhere, there will at least be one part where it's just like, oh yeah, he's he ain't doing good, you know? we're gonna have to make sure we film that i know it's probably not something that normally gets filmed but we'll make sure that gets filmed yes all right so back to mr jolly uh what's the worst experience you've ever had in the ring oh i i broke my wrist in three places (laughs) (laughs) yeah that one's easy pretty bad um actually mine came to me straight away um you know, stuff always goes sideways. Uh, it's just uh, the nature of the thing. But um, I got power slammed in such a way. Um, I'm not placing blame uh, exclusively on my opponent either. I think this was a both of us thing. Uh, but if y'all have the misfortune of remembering when uh, Kenta uh, Hideo Itami, when he got power slammed and then got spiked right on his head, uh, and it broke his neck. <laughs> that happened to me, but my neck didn't break. Um, but I did hear a bunch of weird uh, and interesting crunching sounds. Uh, saw white light for a little bit, and then came to to my opponent being like, "You good?" Uh, to which, of course, I said, 
yeah, I'm fine. And then, you know, we finished <laughs> the, the horrible, horrible godforsaken match. But yeah, that was probably the scariest thing that's happened. And let this be a lesson. Many of you have, if, if, you're, if there are wrestlers watching this, how many times have your trainers told you if you try to do something in the match and it doesn't work, move on. Like, don't go back to it. Do not circle back. I swear to God, do not circle back. Because the first time we went to do it, it was like, eh, just something weird. Like, I don't know. Uh, we should have known better. And I think both of us had that voice of our trainer. And they're like, don't go back to it. Don't do it. Don't do it again. And then, of course, we did. And then I almost died. So, uh, what little wisdom I have, I think, is contained in that. Just keep it moving. You don't, you don't have to do all the things. If something doesn't work, whatever. Plenty more things to do. There's a story to be told. Don't worry about the stupid power slam. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, that was the worst. <laughs> Somehow I'm fine, though. Mostly. Mostly. <laughs> Next question is from... Cool, cool okay. gas for a long time. Yeah. Anyway. anyway yeah, you got a metal plate. I do. I have a metal plate. <laughs> Yeah, never want to hear of folks getting injured, so definitely not the best time in the ring. Definitely the opposite no. of what you want to see happening in any ring. So, Yes, I don't want that. Not for anybody. So uh, follow-up um, from Mr. Jolly was, have you ever uh, been wrestling someone that you said to yourself, you can't believe you're wrestling so-and-so? Hmm. I guess you can take that either like good or bad. Yeah, I was taking yeah, it good. So. I was <laughs> hopefully taking it good, but yes, yeah, so I'll, yeah. I'll allow it either way. When I talked about Aja earlier, yeah, yeah, that's still, still one of them. I feel like being <clears throat> the closest I've gotten to that, besides her, is being in the same room with like Tom Lawler yeah. <laughs> and Dominic Garini um, where we didn't wrestle, but it was like, <gasps> yeah. I will, um, this is kind of cheating because it was in the context of like training and uh, like seminar type stuff. But um, actually getting the chain around with John Gresham was wild. Like that was super cool to me. Uh, just because I mean, he's, so good mm -hmm. and uh i didn't feel like i was just totally lost like i was you know like we were in there we were just we were chain wrestling it was just happening so that was like i was i'm still like wow that that's crazy uh <laughs> yeah yeah that was super cool um i got to lock up with jordan grace at that same seminar which was awesome yeah awesome. she's great um uh See. Being in the same room with Serena Deeb was super cool <laughs> as well. I, I completely lost my mind because we were on a Deep South show and uh, we didn't know showing up that Jimmy Wang Yang was going to be there. And I was like trying, like I kept it together, but I was like, oh, God, do it. Don't embarrass yourself. Don't do it. Don't do it. And so I was just like, sir. <laughs> you know, just like walked off somewhere. Like, yeah, it's Jimmy Wang. Yeah. We are at some point going to be. Well, Friday I will be across the ring. That's true. Yeah. And Jazzy. 
I'll be but somewhere. Both of us will at some <laughs> point be across the rainbow. Yeah, I'm angling like so. My it was only kind of a joke uh, because I really do want to wrestle Jimmy Wang Yang because he's fantastic. But people were like, "Oh, here's my list of for this year. People don't want." I was like, "Jimmy Wang Yang list over." And uh, so I just put that up, and then like a like a short while later, I was in the same building with him. I was like, "Oh, okay, all right, yeah." I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start politicking my way to this this Jimmy Wang Yang match, where he will just annihilate me. I can't wait. It's gonna be great. I hope he kicks my head clean off. A bit like flies. Death by Jimmy Wang Yang. Yes, that's that's really that's all I've ever wanted. You know. Like, if I have to go out, I want it to be because Jimmy Wang Yang kicked my head off. Put it on my tombstone. <laughs> All right. Last question from the chat uh, from our VIP, Vic. Are either of you envious of someone else's tattoos? Oh, huh. Um... You know, I actually really like, uh, I like Kevin Koo's back tattoo a lot. Um, I used to have a fairly hard stance on like, oh, I don't want a back tattoo because I can't look at it. Like, like if it's back there, what does it do? Who knows? Could be anything, right? Uh, but then seeing pieces like his, especially in wrestling, because if I'm being honest, a lot of wrestlers don't have a lot of good tattoos. They got some tattoos for sure, but then uh whereas no, I don't have I don't have to name names you could just no but that's a very specific yeah, and I mean, not Icarus uh, <laughs> yeah. uh yeah so anyway there's they're they're more bad than good let's just say that right um but I've seen a few folks whose tattoos I'm like okay that makes me think a little bit differently about that so yeah coos for sure um but I also really like how uh how Brody King looks just in general. Like, I think part of why I wanted a chess piece that had so much coverage was seeing guys like him and how it looks when you have either one very large piece on the front like that, or even just like, you know, smaller ones that you sort of piece together. Um, I just think it looks rad. Um, so yeah, then in wrestling for sure, I've seen a few people who they have really big tattoos where I'm like, oh, okay, I, I, I kind of want to do that. Um, I think the only one I've seen that I'm jealous of, it was a friend tattoo that um, the artist who did this, um, it just says Frenzig in the Danzig font. That's so good. I got tattooed on him also, and I would just lay there staring at the Frenzig tattoo because it was like the art was taped to the ceiling. Yeah. I was just staring at it. Like, oh, I can't get to that now. You came up um, with this idea. One of one of my dearest friends, uh, this actually, yeah, this is no oh, one. I am I am yeah. a little bit envious of. Uh, my friend Mike uh has a tattoo that's the Danzig skull <laughs> wearing a party hat with like confetti falling <laughs> around it, and then under it it says, I haven't heard Danzig all year. Or no, I haven't heard mother all year. Uh and it was like a weird inside joke where he was at a New Year's thing and the song mother came on like just after midnight and someone was like oh man i haven't heard mother all year <laughs> so so that tattoo was glorious i love that tattoo yeah that's so great. apparently the answer is <laughs> dancing yeah. related tattoos, dancing tattoos. yeah 
not straightforward one. So that could be a little different. Yeah. <laughs> well, awesome answers. Uh, great questions. Thanks, chat, for all yes. the questions. Thank you, yeah, uh, thank And thank you guys for uh, answering all the questions. Val, shooting it back to you. Here I am. I didn't really go anywhere, but <laughs> what upcoming shows do you guys have? I should have brought my planner in here. Yeah, yeah. Um, Deep South Friday. Um, and they do record it and have episodes on YouTube every Wednesday. Mm -hmm. um, so if you wanted to check that out later, you can see it. GIPW Sunday. Where I actually have a title match. Cool. Um, this is my first title match ever, which is exciting. Nice. Um, it's Eric. Eric, the ghost, Silva. Silva—he's not a ghost. He's not a ghost. I've seen. Him. Well, a liar. Yeah, um, it's not true. Next weekend, PCW. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, June fourth, Creeps, actually together, which doesn't happen as often as it might seem. Get to actually perform as a tag team. Um, and we're debuting in Tennessee, so that's fun. I think Eric Silva will be there again. I think we are again. <laughs> I think it's Eric, Eric, Eric Silva and uh, Trevor. 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 Unless um, you turn Eric Silva into a ghost for realsies. Yeah, we'll try. <laughs> he's, 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 he's tough. He's formidable. He is, for yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah um, he's done unspeakable things to me in matches already, so he has it come. Um, what else? We've got other stuff coming up. Oh, um, Southern States Crow. Yes. Um, they had a tryout, like a combine day on Sunday. Um, and we, I don't know, made the tryout. <laughs> I don't, I don't know the word. I, I don't know about sports. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we come, we come, we combine. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway, yeah. So we'll be wrestling at, uh, at this, uh, this new, this new promotion. Yeah. And they're going to try to tour around the Southeast too. So that'll be cool. Like maybe we'll get to go to Florida and the Carolinas and stuff. Yeah. Um, nice. But mostly we're doing the same places we usually do, which is fun. I mean, mm -hmm. I'm not sad about that. No. Um, hopefully Paradigm soon, but they're working stuff out. And I'm, I love them, but I'm not going to New Jersey <laughs> for that show they just announced. I will. <laughs> I'll go to New Jersey. You can you can learn to drive and drive yourself to New Jersey. Sure. I already know how to drive. It's just not legal. Yeah. Uh, I'm not going to yeah, tell anybody. I mean, um, hopefully, like I would love there there is a short list of places that are in the immediate area. Oh, um, real quick, I have a heavy mate, heavy, heavy mate, heavy weight title match coming up in June at Southern Violence. Yes, against so that's awesome. Austin. Another member of Left Hand Cast. Yeah. Apparently. What is going on? Yeah. Apparently we. This we next don't... month, I'm just we're fighting all of them. Yeah, we just really have a problem with that Left Hand Cast right now, uh, and uh, yeah. So I mean, like, I'm hoping we can venture out and try to do things like TWE in mm -hmm. Chattanooga, and try to do things like uh, Crux Wrestling if they're if they're doing. The shows that they've been doing, yeah, uh, South and Pro South, and yeah, everything. there's just so much cool stuff in the immediate area that I would really love to be able to uh, to get out to, mm -hmm. and, and you know, um, 
hopefully if we're not already at a point where we can bring something of value to those shows, which is fine if we're not there, hopefully we will be soon. Um, and uh, yeah, I would like to be able to do that. Yeah. Um, action. I feel like I have to mention the action show yes, on Saturday where we will not be performing. We may be there depending on how tired I am after Friday, <laughs> um, but that's in Noonan, Georgia. It's going to be awesome. Yes, the last show, if you haven't watched it, was fantastic. Um, we were fortunate enough to participate in the uh, Next Up um, event right before it. Um, we wrestled uh, Cavern Canyon and Rico Gonzalez, which if you're not familiar with either of them, uh, if you've been watching Uncharted Territory, you probably saw Rico against Merrick Donovan. Uh, Rico's great. Yes. Uh, he beat the holy hell out of me. Uh, so, you know, okay. on the subject of guys who might not think so because of their diminutive stature, let me tell you, Ooh. Rico, <laughs> yeah, Rico, Rico can hit real hard. So like, shout out to Rico. I love it. It was good. It was great. Good. Um, yeah. I just saw what time it is. I'm sorry. We have talked so yeah, see, long. See what I mean? I don't shut up. Y'all yeah. have been just wonderful. Um, <laughs> I've enjoyed every minute of it. I love talking with you guys. That's why I wanted you to be on here in the first place. So, uh, But as we are wrapping this up, be sure to check out The Creeps on all social media outlets. Um, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, Twitch, OnlyFans, TikTok, Merch Store, plug everything. Plug it all. Um... Primarily, it's just Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Um, I have a TikTok, but I don't use it. It's mm -hmm. at Andy, A-N-D-E-Y, Ripley, on all of them. Yeah. All mine's Irving West, PhD. Uh, I don't have an OnlyFans yet, but you know, gauging public interest. You know? He posts premium content for free on occasion, so you know. <laughs> I just, you know, I just, uh, I just love to please. Yeah. <laughs> And um, this has been a true delight. <laughs> thank you. Uh, thank you guys for hanging out with me tonight. This has been The Stack. I'm Val Pancakes. This has been Creeps, uh, Andy Repley, Irving West. Be sure to follow them literally everywhere. Um, and be sure to tune in next week when I have uh, referee extraordinaire Gina on the show. Ooh. So I'm very excited to talk with her. That's awesome. All right. So much fun. <laughs> But thank you guys once again for hanging thank out with you. me. And thank you for the chat, for hanging out with me here on thank the stack so on the Action Wrestling YouTube. Yay. Bye. Thank you. <laughs>